0: This episode is brought to you by The Princess Process. If you're just starting out in your business and you're trying to figure it all out on your own and you're still trading time for dollars or maybe you still have to have side hustles and part-time jobs to support yourself or you frankly aren't bringing in more than $35,000 a year in your business, then I invite you to join my VIP monthly membership, The Princess Process. Think about it. Every princess has a community that expects that she'll be queen one day, right? And every princess has an elite council who is training and grooming her for the day that she takes the throne. Inside my VIP membership program, The Princess Process, you get to benefit from my successful 10-year track record in sales and entrepreneurship, and you get the community of mission-minded, heart-centered entrepreneurs to support you on your rise to reign. Join me weekly for training and live laser group coaching to walk you through the exact steps you need to get you more clarity confidence, and cash flow in your business. Together, we master the six pillars of business from mindset, skill set, systems, branding, marketing, and sales to take you from princess to queen bee of your biz, getting you the income, impact, and freedom that you deserve. And when you join now, as a thank you for being a loyal listener, you get lifetime access to my $111 Sell like a Queen 5-Hour Self-Study Course that can help you increase your sales up to 300%, and you get to keep that as my gift to you for life. My private clients invest thousands of dollars a month to work with me. So the Princess Process is the best place to work with me as your coach consistently with no commitment, no high fees, and access to live weekly group coaching and training available to no one else outside our VIPs. And just for the month of March, you can lock in your membership at $49 a month. But hurry, because the price goes up to $99 a month in April. So head on over to crownyourself.com forward slash the princess process and sign up today. Welcome to the Princess and the Bee podcast, the place to be to build your empire as queen of your body, business, and life. I'm your host, Kimberly Spencer, founder of crownyourself.com and i'm an award-winning coach, amazon best-selling author, and multi-passionate entrepreneur. Each week i give you the systems, strategies, and success stories to help you master your mindset, communicate with ease, and triple your productivity so you make the income and the impact you deserve. Imagine this podcast as your weekly spark of inspiration as you take it to the next level with all the bees of your life: body, business, bank account, boys and babies. Let's make it rain. Hello, hello. I am so excited to be back here recording another episode from my amazing little sound studio that (laughs) looks like a booth from Dexter's (laughs) lab if you've ever watched the show Dexter like it's all soundproof and it's amazing so the sound quality I love especially for this podcast so it's not like recording up in my room but the uh, the surroundings are very different so this is actually like a much more intimate uh, relationship for me with podcasting because it's really just me and the mic speaking to you and one-on-one not doing this live stream in fact, I'm like freshly awake, haven't showered, armpits kind of stinky. <laughs> like, I haven't like, it's it's definitely um, something that I just felt inspired to share. And thus I wanted to share it uh, now because one of the things that, as we know, Everything in life is a relationship, right? You have a relationship with your body. You have a relationship with money. You have a relationship with your partner. You have a relationship with God or the universe or the spirituality, whatever that is that you believe in. And you also have a relationship with your business. And the thing is, is that when I'm working, especially with women who really have the heart for business, like maybe they have a side hustle or a passion project, or they feel like they have this greater mission in life, but they're not quite sure of what it is, that relationship hasn't really been established yet. So that relationship is kind of like uh, when, when Spike and I first started dating, because every relationship has a process, right? You start dating and maybe My stomach suddenly started making some growly noises (laughs) because I haven't had breakfast yet. Um, I'm waiting for the boys to wake up. So every relationship has a process, right? You start dating and then maybe you even uh, start dreaming of a future together or talking about it or you get committed and you commit to being in a relationship together and then you progress to... You know, being with each other more. Maybe you move in together. Maybe you're just spending a lot of time with each other. Then eventually, if marriage is the goal, like you get engaged, you get married, and then you spend the rest of your life together, right? Like that's the the process and the natural, like the progression of a relationship. And it's like when I when Spike and I first started dating, um, I really wasn't sure. Like And at the time, (laughs) I told him later, I was like, yes, I was. I was also seeing two other guys when we first started dating for the first couple of dates. But after the fourth date uh, with Spikey, I just, I knew. And I was just like, okay, this guy is special. I'm going to go all in on this one. And I knew I liked him. And I knew I was really attracted to him. And I knew he treated me amazing. I mean, this guy, if you follow him on Instagram, or if you follow his uh, Don't Kill Your Date site, like he cooks like a pro. And he, it is amazing the food that he does. But he's also 19 years older than me. And he's been around the block a few times. And when, when, I, when I met him, he had a bit more of a, a chip on his shoulder. He was still healing from his past uh, marriage, his first marriage. And so he still had some things that needed to be kind of unpacked in essence. And I wasn't really sure about talking about him yet with my friends because I also had these perceptions because he was 19 years older than me. He'd been married before. I mean, granted, I had been briefly married before but my my ex and I never lived together we never um, combined finances it was very much a marriage that was on paper and an emotional marriage but we never did the the traditional married things like by the time he came back from his deployment he had uh, we had decided to end the marriage Um, but that's a total different tangent The thing is, is with with Spikey, like I wasn't sure about talking about him with my friends because my friends always knew that I was the one that like went feet first, head first, like into a relationship. And I like I bounced. And when I first started getting into relationships, I really was a serial relationshipist until after my ex. And then I took a a break from relationships because that one was rather intense. But I was I was really unsure about talking about Spike to them. But we'd been seeing each other and we'd been spending a lot of time with each other for about a month. And that I remember the day clear as day. We spent the whole day together and I was, this was back when I was acting and I was leaving for a big audition that my agent got me. And it was actually one of the last ones I ever went on. And I was having a conversation with Spike because I was a little unsure of this audition because it was a bit out of alignment for me. Um, The scene, not in the audition, but if I got the part, the scene would require topless nudity and I'd never done that, nor was I sure if that was something I even wanted to do or felt comfortable doing. And I remember having a conversation with him about this audition, and it didn't feel aligned. I I was like, "What's what's going on? But asking him felt really good. And that was when I realized I cared about his opinion. And that was something where it just struck a light bulb in me of like, oh, this guy is... You do deeply care for this, this person. Like I wouldn't be asking someone that I didn't care about for their opinion. And I remember that night, he had this networking thing that he was going to for voiceover. And that was actually how he and I met. We hadn't met through that networking group, but we had met at a networking event. And so it kind of triggered me that he was going to this event and he knew that I was free and he hadn't invited me. Now we weren't committed at that time. Like I knew that, like from his past seven years of of dating, he had never committed to any woman that he had been um, even intimate with. Uh, he had always been very open with the fact with all of the women that he was just dating, and that he wasn't ready to make that commitment of saying that it was a relationship. And knowing that he was going to this event without me. And that maybe he could meet somebody else because, I mean, he met me at a networking event. Who's to say he wouldn't meet somebody else? And I remember I was so nervous and I was like, like, I was like, why haven't you invited? Like, I didn't say this, but this was all going on in my head. Like, why haven't you invited me to this thing? And I remember gathering up my things from the day and Spike walked me to the door of his apartment and... It was standing there at that door. I literally remember completely freezing. I could not move. I knew that this was a moment. It was one of those moments where it's just like, this is the moment that you have to either raise your courage or this is probably done. And I didn't know why. But immediately, I, I just went with my gut like I had for the whole past month of, of dating him. And I literally, I turned around and I could feel him behind me because he was walking me to the door. And I just blurted out, can you not sleep with anyone else? (laughs) Sorry, mom, (laughs) if you're listening to this. But um, I I literally, I could feel my heart beating out of my chest when, when I said that. And Spike smiled. And he was like, of course. And we hugged and we kissed. And I left for my audition. And on the drive there, on the drive to get to my audition, I was like, okay, I did that. Now what? And so I called him and I was like, "Um, so this means we're together, right? And he was like, yes, yes, it does. And I was like, okay, like boyfriend and girlfriend, I just like just have to clarify. And he's like, if that's what you want. And I said, yes, like, yes, I'm like, I'm good to do that. Like, let's do this. Um, And I knew this was a really big deal because like I said, Spike had never committed to any woman he'd seen in the past seven years since his divorce from his ex-wife. And the thing was, was that even though we had committed to being in a relationship, I was still nervous about sharing it. I hadn't really told my parents. I told them I was dating someone, but I didn't mention the fact that he was 19 years older than me. I thought that that fact would have to be revealed in time and if it turned out to be something. And I remember I hadn't... like It wasn't a conscious choice, but I just hadn't changed my Facebook relationship status. And I saw... I remember sitting in, in my room and I saw on Facebook that Spike had, you know, sent the request of A, you know, being friends on Facebook <laughs> and B, you know, saying that we were in a relationship together. And back then he had this like profile shot of him on the boat with his, uh, It was it wasn't my favorite shot of him. Let's just put it that way. It wasn't my favorite picture of him. It definitely did make him look older and it wasn't my favorite picture of him. Pictures can change, whatever. But I, I, I said, okay, yes, I'm in this relationship. So I clicked yes. And immediately I got a text from my girlfriend. Like literally not a minute later, I got a text from my girlfriend. And she was like, "What? what's up? Like, what are you doing? Are you serious? Like, I, I believe the text, I think if I remember correctly, that the text said, are you serious? And I was like, what do you mean? And she said, about your relationship status? Like, are you serious? And I was like, well, yes. And she's like, but he's so old, Kim. And I was like, well, you're not the one dating him. Eventually, this, this uh, friend ended up being a former friend and working her er, way out of my life. Um, but it was just, it was this like next level of... Of relationship and of commitment, of like sharing the fact that we were committed, and you do know who your who your good friends are, because when your good friends see you, like one of my one of my best friends since I was five years old, the one that I stalked, if you know my story (laughs) about me being so shy, she's been my friend for over twenty five years, and when I met her and told her, I said, "Yeah, I'm in a relationship with this guy," and she's like, "Oh my God, Kim, I see it in you. This guy is different," and I was like, "Yes." Yes he is and I I was just like we're just feeling this out but it really comes down to that relationship of of what is your relationship and we define it for our personal relationships and we define it for our relationship it's very easily defined with our relationship with our kids because um, obviously, I gave birth to my son, like <laughs> that relationship. It's a parent-child relationship. But our relationship with our business, a lot of time is is left in that ambiguous gray zone of are we committed? Are we just dating? And a lot of times, and this is the problem that I see with a lot of uh, women in particular, where they intentionally get put in that they intentionally put themselves in that gray zone by not making that level of commitment to their business. I actually had a conversation with uh, a client of mine a month or so ago and she one of her goals when we were working together was to get engaged. And that goal ended up happening and I was super excited. And so she'd had all this amazing progress throughout the months that we were working together and she got engaged and we were like, rock on. And we were checking in with where her business was. And I was like, girl, your business has barely moved like the meter, like your relationship with your fiance radically shifted, but your relationship with your business, what's up? And we compared the beliefs, the actions, the habits, and the differences between how she treated her relationship with her fiance and how she treated her relationship with her business. And with your business, and there was such a disparity. So when we started diving in to how she treated her business, I was asking her, so who knows? That you have this this side hustle passion project. Who knows that you're coaching on the side? Who knows that you're you're doing this other thing? Like, which of how many of your close friends know? How many of your family know? And she's like, eh, not many. I said, who knew that you wanted to get engaged? And she's like, oh my god, everybody, everybody wanted to, everybody knew. Like, <laughs> she's like, my friends knew, my fiance knew, my family knew. Like, this was happening. And I, you can tell by the level of energy not only in my voice and i could tell in hers was the energy of the commitment hadn't been made in her business and this is why this is the number 1 rule of your relation of your relationship with your business When you decide and you see where on the relationship spectrum you are with your business. Because this is so critical because a lot of us delude ourselves in being in a committed relationship or even engaged when we're not when there has been no verbal commitment made to our business, that this is what we're doing. This is what we're sticking with. Like, this is who we're going to be with. Like, this is, this is the, the cart we're hitching our horse to. Like this, this is the thing. And one of the things that I see, it's, it's, uh it's also very common in relationships for, especially a lot of women. Um, when I've, done relationship coaching with my ladies, that area of the gray zone of not defining what it is specifically that you want from that relationship, the intentions, the boundaries that you have for that relationship, and the mutual effort. Because like any relationship, any relationship is like the infinity symbol. So if you think of the infinity symbol, one part flows into the other and then the other part flows back. So if you think about having a relationship and you're in a relationship with this guy and you think he's the one, but you rarely see him, like you don't talk to him every day, you think about calling him and you think about, oh, I should, I really should call him or I really should shoot him a text. But then something, you know, gets in the way, your dog needs to be walked or you've just got another event to go to or something. I mean, you're, you're a busy woman. And you may have spent you know some money on him, but it's not a lot. It's not like a big investment. You haven't really invested a lot of your time uh, into into that relationship. Your friends don't really know that much about him. They've never met him and you've never really gushed about him in front of them. So your friends also perceive this to be like maybe a passing thing. Maybe it's just like a fling. Maybe it's just like this like little fun romp. But this is how so many women treat their businesses. And then they feel hurt and they blame the business. Just like when we're dating that guy and then suddenly that guy that we haven't really spent a lot of time with, we haven't really talked to on a regular basis, we haven't really invested that much time or shared with our friends and then we find out that he's with another woman and we're like oh that horrible blah 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 (laughs) you know and it's it's that is the relationship And, and so that's where blame comes in. But the problem was, was your relationship with that guy was always in the dating phase. You had never been in the, even switched into being the committed phase. Because if you were in the committed phase of being actually committed to your business and your business's growth, then you would have told more people. I mean, really, when you think about it, how many people know that you have a business? How many of your closest friends know that you have this passion project side hustle thing how many of your friends how many of your does your does your partner know that you have this thing that you want to grow into an actual business ladies that takes courage it takes courage to speak up for who you who you are and what you want to achieve in this life It's like that moment that I was standing in front of the door at Spike's apartment. And I knew, my gut knew, that if I did not stand up for what I wanted in that relationship, then that relationship would have just been another passing thing. And I would have missed out on the love of my life. I don't want you to miss out on your mission. Your mission was put in your heart by the divine. Your creativity is inspiration from the heavens in my belief. Like, I believe that we all have an amazing purpose in this world and an amazing mission to do more and be more and serve more. And I know you want to make a massive impact and I know you want to make some massive income doing it, but it's not going to happen if no one knows about it. It's not going to happen if you're not committed to becoming engaged, in essence, to your business. The infinity symbol is the symbol for relationships because what you're putting into your relationship with your business is what you're going to get out. The relationship, the, the symbiotic relationship of your business is that your, I think symbiotic is the right word, <laughs> is that your Energy, your effort flows into that business and then your business reciprocates in the form of clients, profit, and cash flow coming on in. But the problem is, is that a lot of us, we think we're putting in that time. We think we're putting in that level of effort. We think everybody knows about what it is that we want to achieve because, right, they should just know. That's the biggest lie that your ego could tell you because it is nobody else's responsibility but your own to share what it is that you want in your life and in your relationships. And I realized this and I know this for a fact because of the relationship I had with my ex-husband. Because I never completely told him what it was that I wanted. And I remember the moment just as clear as I remember the moment with Spike of saying what I wanted. Of saying what I wanted four months into the marriage uh, with my ex-husband. Of what I wanted and what I wanted to achieve in my life and in my business. Back then it was both in, in Pilates and entertainment. But I remember that moment of standing in my apartment with my phone in my hand and my ex was deployed on like some other place on the other side of the world and I was talking to him and I, I said, yeah, you know, I really, I really miss acting. I think that that's what it was back then. Because I, uh, when I was with my ex, he was with me throughout the, um, the filming process of my first film, Bro, the film that I co-wrote with my amazing director, Nick Parada. And he was there throughout that filming process. We were dating throughout the, that filming process. And when that filming ended, um, he was set to deploy. We ran off in elopes like silly 22-year-olds and <laughs> then told everyone else we were engaged. And so our marriage was still pretty much a secret. And I'd kept that a secret. And then I'd also kept the secrets of what I wanted to achieve in my life from him. And I realized that when I was standing in my apartment and I was on the phone with him. And I said, you know, I I really miss, I really miss that creative outlet that acting provided me uh, back then. And I was like, and and I remember him saying to me, he said, Kim, so you want to be a wife and a mother, and a business owner, and a Pilates instructor, and a screenwriter, and an actress. How are you going to do it all? And it was in that moment where I was like, holy shit. He doesn't know me at all. And it was not his fault for not knowing me. It was not his fault for not knowing my ambitions. It was not his fault for him not knowing my dream. I had never had the courage to completely communicate it. It takes a lot of lady bits to be able to step up and share what your big dream is. And how many people actually know it? How many people know how much money you want to make? How many people know how you want to use that money? How many people know how big you want your business to be? And now this is not for the people who have like a side hustle and they're okay with having that little side hustle and they know and they're very clear that that side hustle thing is just going to remain a side hustle thing because their main thing is the main thing. This is for the women who know that they have a greater mission in life in this one area that I call your business. You may call it your mission, your life's mission, your soul's purpose, your, your soulpreneurship, in essence, but that, and they are playing small in that area because of fear, fear of being judged for wanting to make more income, fear of being judged for wanting to have that level of impact. Maybe you were told when you were younger, who are you to think that you can do that? Or you were told, who are you to write that book? Nobody knows who you are. Or you were told by some, like, crappy boyfriend, who are you to think you can make that big of a difference? First of all, Nick, kick that crappy boyfriend to the curb. <laughs> and second of all, it's up to you to listen to those people. Not listen and take their advice But listen, because that is where you're having your own unconscious push back. The people around us are just a reflection. My ex was a reflection of the fact that I hadn't truly stepped up in courage of sharing authentically who I was. And man, did I learn that lesson. Because when I met Spike, I shared unapologetically my flaws my failures my amazing qualities my sparkle my success and my shit not literally my shit but like <laughs> the shitty the shitty things that that I've experienced and the the shitty times that I felt shitty But I always showed up with the courage to be authentic. And that was the foundation of our relationship. And this is why your foundation of your relationship with your business has to be based on actual truth, on actual authenticity about where you are. And you have to know, where are you in your business? And be honest. Are, are you just dating it? Is this just a thing that you're just going to date? And that's okay. That's totally okay if it is. But if this is a relationship of something with something that you want to turn into a lifelong commitment, like a marriage, then you've got to start telling it the truth. And you have to start looking at it through the lens of truth. Being crystal clear on where you are now. And if you're not where you want to be, then look at why is that? It's a lot easier to see in relationships sometimes because we have that. In, or I mean in specific rom- romantic relationships because we have that awareness of the progression of a relationship in traditional relationships lingo, right? Like we have that that traditional path of the relationship when it's a romantic relationship. But the th- how you do anything is how you do everything. And that's why you want to assess in your business where you are right now. Are you dating it? Are you committed to it, but you haven't really shared a lot with your friends? Are you saying that you're committed to it, but you haven't clicked in a relationship on your Facebook profile? in essence, with your business? Are you engaged to it? Are you married to that mission? Are you married to that, that business and that growth? Because I can tell you the successful people that I have seen, they are unapologetic about that marriage. They are posting kissy photos of them with their business all over the place. And no, they're not actually like making out with their laptop or their <laughs> their microphone or anything like that. But they're posting about their business, so posting about the exciting things. When I got into my relationship with Spike and we were committed, and it was about a month in that we were really that that I just flat out told him, I said, "I'm going to marry you," and he was like, "I don't know." I was like, "Okay, great," but. For that whole next year before we got engaged, like we were committed and we were posting those kissy photos and we were posting those fun travel photos of being in that relationship. How often are you doing that with your business? How often are you sharing about the amazing relationship that you want to cultivate in your business? And are you checking in on it daily? Like if it's your if it's really your life's mission and you're not working on it daily, then you're kind of stuck in that area of relationships that I see with a lot of a lot of women who get kind of walked over in essence, or they feel they feel kind of walked over or they get ghosted by by guys regularly where they're like, "Oh, we were having such a great time and I thought we were, you know, committed, like we saw each other a lot, but there was no actual verbal declaration, there was no like really putting it out there. There was no going all in and saying, "Okay, this I am am in a relationship with with this person." And because of that, the relationship didn't reciprocate. So, if you want your business to reciprocate in the form of glorious cash flow and of with clients and impact and audience expansion, then you gotta switch your Facebook status to in a relationship with your business. You have to, and I don't mean that literally, but people have to know that you've got that thing that you love. People have to know that you have offers and products and services that you are excited to share because you know that it benefits them. Like, I knew that me committing to Spike, that me saying my authentic truth benefits him by being in a relationship with me because he knows that he's getting into a relationship with someone who is very unapologetically honest. And who also will tell it like it is and be a straight shooter with him and not sugarcoat facts or hide things and then suddenly say, surprise, I don't like this thing about you 10 years down the road. Like. He knows that that's that's the benefit, that's the value that he gets by being in a relationship with me. Sometimes that, you know, peeling ripping off that Band-Aid hurts, but it's a lot easier than unstitching a scar. So there's the mutual value. So it really comes down to, are you as committed to your business as you think you are? And here's how you know. People know that you have a business, that you have a mission, that you have products, that you have services, that you have things that you offer. Your friends know. It doesn't mean they have to understand or accept it. But people know. Like they know that you've got this thing and it's important to you. And your true friends, like my true friends, they will see it and they'll be like, okay, She's got this thing. It's important to her. They didn't understand it. But they accepted it. And they're like, okay, cool. But this is your dream. It's not theirs. It's like what I told my former friend. I was like, you're not the one dating him. (laughs) So it it doesn't matter. Nobody else is is dating your business. Nobody else is in a relationship with your business. Unless you have employees. It's kind of like having kids. But it's up to you as the entrepreneur to be in that relationship. And it's up to you to let people know that you're in that relationship. Look at your habits. Are you in a relationship with that? Are you in a relationship with your business daily? Are you excited to meet it? First thing in the morning, like I can tell you, my morning routine is super simple. I wake up. Declan cries. (laughs) Spike soothes him. I go back downstairs. I I go downstairs. I work out, and then I get to writing, and I get to being really excited about writing it, uh, my book for my business, or writing some emails for my business, or. Scheduling a campaign for my business within that hour of quiet time and I'm like really excited to have this relationship with it How excited are you to have that relationship? So I want you to tell me your top takeaway from this episode because this this episode has been a long time coming. It's definitely been something that I have found to be of immense value with my private clients. And that being said, if you are looking to go all in in your business, if you are ready to really take your business to that level of engagement and to in essence like start planning that wedding then I do have a few spots open for private coaching it's a six-month program and that's basically the amount of time that it takes to plan a, a you know a good wedding (laughs) And so I invite you to just shoot an email to info at crownyourself.com or you can also just book a 90-minute consult call with me uh, on my website just right under work with me. It's a, a consult call. It's a paid consult call. But in 90 minutes, we will dive into the areas of your business relationship and how to improve that and you will receive five practical tools to take your relationship with your business to the next level just from that call alone. And then should we decide to continue our relationship and work together on enhancing your relationship, kind of like the wedding planner for your wedding to your business, then that will also be presented on that call. So I invite you to apply and I am really excited for all of you who are going to start ringing those wedding bells and posting those kissy photos of you with your business because when you do, you will see the most fantastic shift. Because you'll be showing up fully as you. Authentic, courageous, courageous sparkly, vivacious, and that is how you start to feel more freedom. That is how you start to feel more flow. But you got to get out of the dating phase or stop deluding yourself that you're in a relationship with it when you haven't even declared your commitment. So I'm really excited to work with you. If you found this podcast to be of immense value, please, please, please leave a review on iTunes. I love, love reading them. I am so excited to to support you in your growth, in your rise to rule as the amazing queen that you are. And please take a screenshot of of this episode. If you found it to be of value, tag me at Now. And tell me your top takeaway. I, I love reading your top takeaways. I love seeing your engagement and how you are, you and I are having a greater relationship. So thank you so, so much. I will see you next time or hear you next time. I always say I will see you <laughs> next time, but I will see you in the next episode. You know what I mean. Ciao. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If what you heard resonated with you, be sure to subscribe and share your breakthroughs and ahas with me by leaving a review on iTunes so I can keep the magic flowing your way. And if you aren't already following us on social media, come experience the extra inspiration and queenly convos on Instagram at crownyourselfnow or visit our website at crownyourself.com. I am so excited to connect with you in the next episode. And in the meantime, go out there and create a body, business, and life that rules.